Welcome back to That's Kind of Wavy. We're your hosts. I'm Nikki. I'm Shaysel. And I'm Jill. And hi, welcome back. How's everybody doing? Good. I have a migraine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm at. <laughs> it's like, have you ever seen the Charlie Brown Halloween special? Like, it's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. Yeah, yeah. I have not. So, can you explain the relationship with what I just said? Yeah. There's, it's like Charlie Brown and his friends are like trick or treating, but one of them, I can't remember who it is. It might be Charlie Brown. It's like, it's an older thing. So it's like the sheets and they just cut holes in the eyes. Like one of them's a ghost, a ghost like that. Yeah. And like one's a witch, whatever. And so he like fucks it up and cuts like a billion holes in his sheet. <laughs> so he just has like an ugly ass costume. So every house they go to, the kids are like, I got chocolate. I got a lollipop. And he goes, I got a rock. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> they give him a rock. Because his outfit sucks. <laughs> yeah. And so that was you. We're like, we're good. I have a migraine. <laughs> yeah, for real. I got a rock. It's like, that is so savage for like, a kid comes to your front door and you're like, your, your costume fucking sucks, dude. And give him a rock. <laughs> you get a rock. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. Well, well, yes, that is me right now. <laughs> I'm sorry you have one. It's okay. It's, I, I mean, like, y'all know this. Maybe the listeners don't. I have... I constantly have a headache. Like, I don't know what life is without a headache besides like the 20 minutes after I get a massage or something, but like, but it's definitely been pretty severe recently. Hopefully it's some random shit. I don't know. It'll, it'll go away soon. I hope. Hopefully it's just like the stress of starting a new semester has you like tighter and yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. Again. Yeah, you're right because I have to, I have to be like very much more mentally alert in like a different way right now that I wasn't yeah. expecting at this level this soon. So yeah, yeah. hope hopefully you could be like me How and you, drop up grad school. Eh. <laughs> Cheers to me for officially <laughs> dropping out of school. Honestly, though, like I think it it's very hard for people to realize when like that's not something that they need, and like for you to have like realized that and make the decision so quickly, you know, I feel like is a really good thing because there are a lot of people who just go through with it just because and they're like fuck why'd I even do that and what you're doing is much smarter thank you well that's what um because I like hated it last semester and I was like I'm gonna give it one more semester and I literally got the syllabus for this class I was like absolutely the fuck not like you cannot pay me to do this bullshit right now no (laughs) like I was just like this is not I don't want to do any of this like so I was like, okay, why would I stay in it? Like genuinely asking myself. And I was like, literally just to stay in it because I like hate quitting things, which is like a good trait, but also then I don't know when the fuck to quit. So I was like, okay, if I'm going to stay in it just to stay in it, like, no, why am I wasting my own time? <laughs> like I have better things to yeah, do. Right. So I definitely right. like, I feel very relieved. YOLO. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been working at a zoo because I'm like, oh, I'm in grad school. And so I don't need to like I was fine with like Tap Cloud and OnlyFans. So I was like, I don't want to like work on like applying to zoo stuff. And the reason I wanted to get my master's was so I didn't have to work at like the lower level. I could kind of get a head start. So like instead of working as like a lower level care person, I can like leave, go to 
school and come back and start higher. But I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm either going to suffer through school or I'm just going to have to like bust my balls as a lower care person for the same amount of time. So I'd rather put the hours in like actually working and like all that type of shit instead of like being in this program that just doesn't really relate to what I want to do. So that also kind of like, like, right. Yeah. I'm not like just like quitting the whole field entirely. So. Right. Especially now with how limited it feels like with everything going on in your life and like in general in the fucking world. um, I feel like emotional energy is so scarce right now that it just cannot be directed to anything that's not worth it. So yeah, exactly. I was saying selfish it's selfish year <laughs> yeah in a way that you know doesn't in a like very good respect people right right yeah in a self-love uh, way yeah so how, how have you been i don't i'm like literally what's going on in my life like nothing <laughs> i feel like i'm kind of just like existing sometimes that's nice though to like have a little time period to just like not do a ton of shit all like the time. nothing is changing and but like that for once and I know how yeah. that feels weird, but like, yeah, can be I don't nice. know. At this point, though, I'm like feeling like just what's the word? Um, unsatisfied with that. Oh, I see. <laughs> so I'm trying to work on making more like good habits, I guess, like reading more because I just like have completely fallen out of doing that since the winter started. Just I'm just trying to help myself get out of the seasonal depression because I really didn't realize how much buffalo winters like fuck you up for real (laughs) like we're just getting snow literally multiple times a week like five inches every time god no dude walking around with any of this is fucking miserable like even walking to my train stop that's like a five minute walk away is like literally laborsome because i have to put in so much effort to not fall and to like walk in yeah right i'm like now i have to like look at the ground while i'm walking yeah I feel like no matter what I do too, like my socks get wet. Like I'll like bundle up if there's a lot of snow, I'll like bundle up and I'll wear like thick socks and you know, make sure my <laughs> pants cover my shoes and everything and then my socks I know, still or get I get wet. snow in my boots. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, right? I felt like a fucking mom today with how I had to dress for school. I have I have these like overall things I'm wearing a lot that I've been loving. I think I told you guys about them, but I literally had to layer. I had to wear two layers of socks and like leggings under this. I'm like yep. what <laughs> Like, no. Oh, my God. I know. Over the weekend, we all went to the bar, and two of my friends were wearing two pairs of pants because we, <laughs> we had to be outside for, to. like, five oh minutes, and that alone was so fucking cold. We were all like, this is actually torture. We need to get into the first building. Right. <laughs> Honestly, at that point, if I have to bundle up that much, I'm staying fucking home. <laughs> No, literally, like but I see, fucking yeah, wish. And then that, that leads to the vicious cycle of this depression, like the seasonal right. depression. Because I'm like, okay, well, I need to okay, like go true. out and do something. Then you feel yeah. stuck at home. It really sucks because with the winter, like obviously the weather alone doesn't feel great. But I, for some reason this year it's hitting different. Well, my seasonal depression isn't worse than other years or anything. It's, I would say for me personally is slightly better. But like it really does make a difference when it shifts from just being really cold to the snow. Because it's like, yeah, being really cold fucking sucks. Like, walking around in the cold is painful. But it's like, no, like you literally can't walk really with the snow yeah. on the ground. <laughs> I know. So it's like oh, I, I literally can't leave my house. Yeah. <laughs> my thing that I like have fucking beef with is to take my trash out. I have to bundle up. 
Like it makes me so fucking mad. I don't know what it is, but I hate it. It makes me, it feels unfair. I think that's, it makes me angry because I'm like, this isn't fair. No, I know. Right? Like normally. I'm like, I already don't want to be fucking doing this. And now I have to put yeah, on a like, whole I wish up. I could just run outside with my bare feet again. But I'm like, right. no, then I would literally get yeah. like, hypothermia. <laughs> literally. I ran I can- through the snow. <laughs> Even in the summer, I mean, it's a lot easier because I can just quickly like go out and come back in. It's not a whole fucking ordeal. But even taking the trash out in the summer when it's nice out still feels like, ugh, are you kidding me? So when it's winter, it's like, is this a fucking joke? Like, I have to do this. I know. Yeah. Um, do you guys know? I know you guys know this image. I don't know why it just came into my brain. I've been having a lot of weird things just like pop in my brain. Like, I'll wake up with like this, war- this morning, I woke up with, um, I kissed a girl stuck in my head. I don't know why. Um, and this, and I haven't heard that. In I don't know how long. And this Bye-bye. image just came out of my head. You know that image? This doesn't look like it, but you know that image of Scooby, not Scooby Doo, of Shaggy. It's like a meme of his hair, like, and his eyes are like. Hold on, hold on. Let me find it. Let me find it. Mm-mm. Can't say I do. <laughs> I'm not being really okay. Wait, wait, wait. With Fuck! His hair, like in his eyes, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Where is this? This should this should really be like the first thing that pops up. This one. <laughs> this one. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that. What? You have Are you for real? Oh <laughs> well, yeah. I just drew it. It's like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> oh my god! Cute. How did you draw it? That looks I like couldn't hair. get out of my head. it's like when you finally listen to the song (laughs) that it's been stuck in your head my muse (sighs) i still have that fucking like drawing of ezra miller i did when i was like who's that guy that that's exactly what i thought i drew him and i was like he's like a square face (laughs) he literally looks a little bit like like better but a little bit like this honestly no the way that i knew exactly who you were drawing though Nikki, I, I know I did a pretty good fucking job. <laughs> That's why I kept it because I was like, "This shit fun." <sighs> All right. All that being said, <laughs> our topic for today is kids getting older, younger. Yes, I said it correctly because I kept saying it in the wrong order. Basically, it's the concept that I mean, it kind of speaks for itself, but it's like the aging process when it comes to like interests and maturity and way people dress is happening to kids a lot younger so instead of being like tweens at 12 to 14 now people are saying like 8 to 12 is a tween yeah what is that smirk on your face she still has got a smirk (laughs) (laughs) the way you froze for a second like the image was not you (laughs) Well, you literally were sitting there like, like this. Like your eyes were just black dots. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I knew there was something. I was like, she got a little smile going. <laughs> I was trying so hard to hide him. Like I don't want to distract. <sighs> okay. That's like that's literally what I look like when I'm in public, and I'm like, I'm literally trying so hard not to laugh. That's definitely how I'm looking at my phone. Like, right. <laughs> It's like it's, it's everything in my power not to actively laugh right now. <laughs> okay, so um, Jill, did you want to go more in depth on that topic? So I read a couple different articles, and they kind of both 
had different ideas of why this is a thing. The first one um, was pretty straightforward. It said that this concept occurs through modeling, like the psychological concept of modeling, um, which is literally just like learning by imitation. So Mm -hmm. people, you know, kids see people that they respect on these platforms like TikTok or YouTube or whatever it is, even just like celebrities in the media. Um, They see things that they do and they want to imitate it, basically, which we'll get into later why, you know, these this concept might not actually be as true as people think it is. But I'm like, that's just like so straightforward. <laughs> like, I feel like there has to be more nuance here. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, because I- it's like, if that if that were the case, why would this be a new sensation? Right, right. Like, teens have been like fucking on screen since movies existed. So, like, why? True. It's not like that's new. I know. Yeah, and I feel like if they want it to be related to this day and age then it's definitely 100% TikTok as like the sole thing affecting kids minds yeah um and I guess YouTube because children's YouTube is like hella popular but so modeling (laughs) (laughs) kids see some shit that they want and they do it um but the problem with this is that these kids have access to social media influencers who are a lot older than them and f- for some reason, their audience is more geared towards kids. It was like fucking Jake Paul. Yeah, like Jake Paul and like Jay Station and all the people like that who yeah. make content that is so fucking like obviously bad. But for some reason, they get millions of views and it's clearly all kids like yeah. under the age of 10 or 12, which is so awful because these people are showing like terrible behavior this is behavior you should not want to model at all like doing pranks of your girlfriend died or and i killed her basically oh my god literally they forgot about that yeah and just you know all the jake paul shit all all the prank type shit like we should not have kids be modeling that behavior yeah but of course like because these people are so extremely popular kids think that that's cool quote unquote i'm like i don't know I feel like that's a straightforward thing to say, too. Like, oh, kids think anything that's popular is cool. True. We're not not giving kids enough credit to discern whether things are actually, like, cool or not. Like, why do we just think that they – what's the word? It's it's a very – like, I mean, it's definitely a very boomer mentality. And it's – that idea that kids are just like oh it's it's just kids and like dismissing them to an extent and thinking like it's like they, they can't discern shit and it's like kids know way more than we think that they do i don't know why we act like they don't right it's, and it, yeah. it leads to a lot of fucking issues that's one thing that um was kind of pissing me off when i was reading about it because i was definitely reading more like i don't even know how to describe it it was like journal articles as opposed to like scientific studies so it was like kind of like opinion yeah but not just like so you know like they had like right. facts in it and so much of it was like kids these days they have you know horrible influences and they want to wear crop tops and blah 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 it's like you realize like that's our fault like, right. that's, like us yeah. as the older generation we're the ones telling them like showing them that they could do that and but then there's also like obviously there's a line of like allow them to express themselves and do what they want to do but like not stuff that's too old it's like okay a kid's gonna 
do whatever they can get away with if it's something they want to do and they need like somebody in a parental position to be like no you know like you're too young for that you can do that next year or like here's like a different version of doing that if that's what you want to do you know like it's like okay but nobody's telling these kids not to do it so why would they just on their own accord be like oh i'm too young for this except i did that but i was right like why would they ever think that I know, yeah. I did think all the time, like, I can't do that. I'm too young. <laughs> yeah, my friend started wearing push-up bras in seventh grade, so age 12. And I, like, literally cried about it because <laughs> they were like, you should wear one too. And I was like, no! <laughs> but, yeah, I was very anxiety-ridden at that point. But And so it was, like, that was, like, a very clear note of, like, oh, we're getting older. And I, like, didn't want to get older. But, like, those my friends did and their parents are the ones who like buy them the push-up bras you know or i guess actually sometimes we would go out we would go to the mall and buy it ourselves but then it's like (laughs) you're not being monitored really like right i don't know i feel like i would know if my kid bought a push-up bra yeah i mean there's not like an age limit to buying a bra (laughs) no right can you imagine (laughs) id at the door (laughs) oh my god (laughs) bouncer victoria's secret i know it, it makes me it it is like just kind of sad because like we don't give the kids the tools to try to figure this out like literally we just give them the media and we're like here which i mean that's also an argument for this or not not for this but just like an argument with this is that parents are responsible for monitoring their kids and shit but it's like that yeah. is putting a lot of responsibility on parents honestly because Sure, you can monitor your kid's phone. You can take it away past a certain time. You can do, you can put parent locks on it or whatever. But they're literally always going to find ways. Like if you, if you're not allowing them to, they're going to go on, talk to their friends about it. They're right. going to find out somehow. They're going to find a way. So it's less about like, I mean, obviously, like there are moments to restrict things with like parental locks and stuff like that. But it's less about just in general. It, I think the, the problem, I mean, I'm not trying to say this, like I fucking know because like whenever I am a parent, it's not like I'm going to have all the fucking answers. But I feel like restricting kids from doing these things, obviously, we know that like sneaky, strict parents make sneaky kids or whatever. But besides that, it's like it's less about like making things taboo and more of like even if you're going to restrict it, at least explaining it because making it taboo, it's going to make them want to do it even more. Yeah. Yeah. Parents and just like authority figures. So like this is stuff we should learn in school. You know, there's always like the argument of like, yeah, I never learned how to be an adult in school, which we should. Like I had one consumer class my senior year of high school and I forgot everything. I had to like relearn everything alone. It's like yeah. we need to like teach them the critical thinking skills of like this is wrong. This is right. This is good. This is bad. Inst- because yeah. I feel like that's right. what they're like, oh, they just like whatever's popular. It's like, okay, then teach them that whatever's popular isn't always good. You know, like it's like, okay, if if that's all they're told is like, look at this, look at this, look at this, they're going to look at it and emulate it. But if they're told like, be critical of what you're taking in and like sometimes it's not like you need to make the right choice for you and all that kind of stuff, then like they're not just going to do whatever right. they see. There's a difference between like memorizing and actually understanding. And if you actually understand, you can use that skill or that knowledge and apply it to different things and like think critically about it as opposed to just like telling a kid, no, this is bad. This is bad. As opposed to like you said, like critical thinking skills where they can apply it to all different types of things, not just knowing, oh, this is bad and this is good. I was going to mention even like literally just simply learning about things instead of making them taboo. Because if you don't know about something, then hello, you're going to want to Google it. 
Right. Especially as a kid when you don't know fucking shit. So Right. Like you're especially curious then. Yeah. That's one thing actually Kyle was just talking to my sister was just talking to me and my other sister about is um she has foster kids and one of them is four about to turn four actually tomorrow. Um and so apparently the like new parenting, like that's the right way to do it, which I agree, is like you use like penis and vagina instead of like using like cutesy little nicknames or or like your private parts or like something like that. You just say like, like, did you wipe your vagina or something when you're potty training them? Um, and I was like, that's like so good because that moves it along the line of normalizing all that as opposed to like being like, that's your forbidden area. Like, you know, nobody, you can't talk right. about that. As if, like, a part of your body is inherently sexual. Yeah. Everybody yeah. has some genitalia. Like, why Why is it right. so, like, evil? Right. The fuck? I know. I really hope that, like, a lot of people start parenting that way because, holy hell, we are still so entrenched in, like, weird sexual taboo in this country. And I would do anything to have the next generation, like, not grow up that way. Because Dude, I know. One thing I was thinking about was as I was reading it and like one of the things they were like, and they're wearing crop tops and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like to me, I'm like, okay, now that's the adult sexualizing the child. Like the child should like, yes. it's, it's one thing if the child is like, cause I saw one thing where it was like, oh, there's like an increase in like kids who like describe themselves as like sexy or something and it's that's when it becomes a problem when the child is sexualizing themselves i think because it's like no like you're not you can't consent yet you know then it like goes into that area but if if the kid's like literally wearing a crop top and jeans and like cute boots or something and like adults are like oh my god she's dressed so immodestly it's like it's literally a child's stomach like yeah why why is this immodest like it's literally like it's hot out and she thinks that this is a cute shirt so that's one thing I think that's like my biggest problem with like the kids are getting older younger thing is that it's like it's it's our fault like we're we're doing it we're making them feel older too by saying these things I completely agree with on that note let me get into the other article that I read that explained their idea of why this is happening this was also like not very much a scientific article not in terms of like oh here's a citation every every sentence basically yeah but they are arguing that this concept exists purely because of marketing and because Mm -hmm. of the money that can be made as from children as consumers because they they like to prey upon the fact that they like can't use their discretion to you know decide what they want to spend their little money that they have on so they're like okay well let's just bombard them with advertisements everywhere and you know hopefully they'll want to buy the shit that we put out which is also why like toy companies are so pissed by the fact that like non-binary children exist pretty much and how like they want to have toys be not so gendered anymore because it's like Maybe have better toys. So I know. True. Yeah, you would think that like that would open up more consumers to op- to buy your products, but like I don't understand. Yeah, like okay, now little boys can also buy makeup. Like that's a bigger consumer base. You'd think they'd be happy about it, right? Right. 
to think. I mean, I know that we're not, this isn't like news because it's just how businesses operate and we've seen it at larger scale on larger scales, but to think that they're so businesses are so short-sighted that instead of thinking like this person's humanity and individuality, you think that like them not being marketable means more than them being an individual and who they truly are. Like, are you serious? (laughs) Like you come like second by far. Yeah. I, um, in one of the articles I read, I like didn't, I kind of skimmed it because it was like on a parenting website and it was like, okay, so what is this concept? And like one at the end, it was like, can you combat this? And it said like the best thing to do is like help your child find interests and passions at a younger age because then they won't be as influenced by the marketing because marketing is what causes them to get older younger and and yeah. i can't remember the exact line i'm actually gonna try to find it because it was like fucking bars i should have fucking kept it but dude that's actually like i i really like that um what you just said i don't know if that's an explanation necessarily but you know what i mean um yeah. because it makes me think of like i've seen a lot of this is, this sounds like it's unrelated but it's related i've seen a lot of youtube videos about like um micro trends and all that stuff and all of the issues with like how that affects climate change and stuff but also how it's like if you don't have your own style, you're gonna just be influenced by what the market is trying to sell you. And it's like the same thing with that. If you have your own interests already, like, yeah, you're still gonna be influenced by that marketing as a kid, but and you might still want that if other people have it, but it's like you have your interests first, which is gonna which should guide those decisions. Yeah. The line that I found that I liked, um, it said, help your child discover and pursue pursue their interests. An empty mind is a marketer's soft target. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even people at our age, I feel like yeah it it gets to a point where you literally have to like ask yourself like do I like this because other people like this and because I see it everywhere on social media and like I just want right. to do it because of that or do I actually like this and like even the, just the concept of like what does liking something actually mean to me like what does that look like for me to like to True. like something because it can be hard to yeah. figure that out Right. Like, like yeah. cause you can like something because you think it looks good on you. You can like it because it's like it represents like what you feel like inside. There are so many w- things but like if you don't think about it, then you don't really figure it out. And then you're much more easily influenced because you're not certain of who you are as an individual. Yeah. Can I give you guys a quick history lesson on the the history of media and children? <laughs> Please. Yeah. Go off. I thought this was pretty interesting. Um Mostly because I just like putting things into historical context sometimes, um, especially about things that like literally we never learn about in school, because why would they tell us about things like this? Anyways, so before the 1950s, adults were actually seen as the main consumers of toys. Um, They were the main consumers of everything because TV wasn't Hmm. really a thing. So they didn't have advertisements showing images except in like newspapers and shit. And I don't know why children would be reading that. So toys were like literally geared towards adults, like in terms of who is going to be buying it and what will look the, the best from a parent's view. But then in 1950, the faded Mickey Mouse Club aired <laughs> and became the, the first ever <laughs> show for child only audiences. And with this came advertising directed specifically at children. So thanks a lot, fucking Mickey Mouse. Wait, can you repeat what era that was? Like that was year? in 1950. 
Okay. I do, for whatever reason, I did recently just like read about how Disney Channel was, or I think it was like in some YouTube video I was watching. Disney Channel was like the first ever children and family channel, like because everything else was towards adults, and that like is like a big historical shift in like media. So of course it's all Disney. Yeah. Exactly. Um, So from 1960 to 1980, advertising on children-only television became self- and FCC-regulated. So basically, all toy-related shows were banned completely, and, like, there weren't really, like, toy advertisements at all. This was literally banned until 1980. And then... With the faded, once again, the faded election of fucking Ronald Reagan. Yeah, (laughs) they decided to deregulate children's media and children's advertising. So they're like, fuck it, go crazy. Of course, of course, it was his presidency. Yeah, right. Like, great. Another thing (laughs) that this man ruined for the generations to come. Literally. (laughs) Um, (laughs) what a terribly influential person. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, fuck. Anyway, so, yeah, so regulations were gone. They were all gone. And now toys about shows were able to be produced while the show was airing. So having like a little, like a, I can't even think of a fucking example. Having like a Mickey Mouse doll because of the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse show. You can now buy those like while the show is airing. And sometimes the shows would even have tie-ins with the toys to make the kids want to buy them even more. Um, So at that point in time... So many shows had toys relating to them being produced, and shows might have even been produced around toys that already existed. So, like, the toy might have been produced, and then a show would be produced about the toy, which is so interesting to think about. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's like like movies that are made from video games. I feel like, though, that, that happened recently, like, with the Barbie movies. I know, yeah. Like, like Barbie, they, like, made movies about Barbie, who was a toy. And it's like, I've never questioned that until now you're laying it out like that. I'm like, oh, that's like very interesting that it went in that order. Yeah. So basically children's television is essentially complete advertising for toys at that point. Yeah. In like the 1980s and 90s. Um, And so children are also constantly being bombarded with glorified and enticing messages about being an adult or even just a teenager. Um, And a lot of this media, unfortunately, features like traditional gender and racial stereotypes, as well as like constantly showing images related to sex, drugs and alcohol and like anything related to that, which is still relevant today. I mean, not so relevant in like kids only shows like spongebob it will actually even spongebob sometimes has those underlying messages yeah subliminal messages yeah yeah that's the term right so at this point now (laughs) we're just up to fucking youtube advertisements every 30 seconds and the youtube algorithm for how they decide which videos get ads and what ads are placed onto those videos is very fucked up like i didn't go into what was the fucking term called like admageddon or whatever that's what i was thinking yeah that was like all related to children's ads and how i don't know what that is what is that i've never heard that term but you can explain it jill because i'm assuming you know more i just wanted to add some things about (sighs) it i don't know if this is exactly what it is but i think it's i think it's related to how um the ads that are shown on kids media like on youtube are actually like 
can be so not meant for children um, mm. because it's not up to the I don't know. I couldn't tell, by the way, that this was worded if it's up to the YouTuber posting the video what ad they get to put on it or if it's just like they get to decide if something has an ad. But I'm like, I based on the way that YouTubers talk about it, like they definitely get demonetized all the time without I get. Well, no, now I'm thinking about it. I guess they do get to choose how many ads play throughout their videos and then they can get demonetized, like depending on whether or not their vi- their video is considered like unsuitable for younger viewers. Oh, true. Yeah, true. but then they don't get to decide what ad is being played on their video. That's that's just so fucked. Because that's like that's so. Not, if that is true, that's so not in control of the YouTube. I know. I know that the whole thing with demonetization on YouTube in itself is like fucked. Well, I know it's there for a reason. For the most part, YouTubers that aren't fucking weird get affected by it negatively. But that aspect, it's like, okay, then maybe just have a better filter for ads and like kids shouldn't be watching this in the first place. Right. I'm like, I don't understand why kids videos specifically are always the ones that are allowed to be monetized because those like never, ever get demonetized because obviously they're suitable for younger viewers. But I'm like, those are the videos that should 100% not have ads. Those are like the like, weirdest true. fucking videos too. Like, yeah. When you get deep in into kids YouTube, like, oh my god, it's so weird. That shit's not okay. Yeah. Those that the whole thing with the videos of uh kids doing gymnastics. Wait, I don't know about that. Oh my god, there's like a whole subsection of pedophiles on YouTube that literally watch kids doing gymnastics Ugh. that like just parents no. posted of their kids being proud of oh them God, that's so sad yeah. i know it's fucked up which we'll have a whole separate episode regarding pedophilia in america and the media specifically but i feel like yeah. this goes very much along with that topic because like you were saying okay. earlier nikki like it gets to a point where it's like the adults are the ones sexualizing the children yeah right yeah no 100 percent. you're yeah. the one interpreting it that way Right. And like you're almost you're almost forcing that onto them. Right. Yeah. Like you're forcing them to think about these things and to even question their own like role in being a sexual person. Like, you know, it's like it's like when you tell young girls like that, like, don't wear a little crop top or you're showing off your stomach and all that. Like then you're forcing young girls to think about what that even means and like how their role as a woman is impacting the world around them and like how they need to be covering up for the sake of men around them and just how right just all these things that i'm like kids at that age do not need to be exposed to the fucking horrors of men and the patriarchy right and clearly we internalize that shit yeah yeah i realized what it was was like it was um a cruel world happy mind video um which is that's a youtube channel and i really like Mm. a bunch of her stuff she mostly dives into like mlms but one of them she like talked about like I, it might have been related to MLMs, like how they like target people, but she was talking about advertising. And I think that's where she talked about like kids TV. And she talked about how unregulated like child labor and like advertisements are on YouTube because like there are so many laws now in Hollywood for like child labor and like what they can star in and like who has to be there to like take care of the you know there's just like a lot of regulations and like yeah youtube has none of that so it's like literally just like a free-for-all for like the content being produced the ads that are being thrown onto it how often the ads are being thrown onto it like all that type of shit like there's there's no rules and that's why it's like so fucked yeah like not even to mention the fucking family channels that literally exploit their kids for money 
Oh yeah. Oh, that's what it was. She was talking about so how gross. she hates. She was talking about how much she hates family channels. Yeah, they're so gross. Their children are like at that point like employees. Like they deserve like a yeah. day off or something, and it's like they don't get it. I don't know if you guys have heard about. I don't even know what their fucking names are because I don't give a fuck about any family channels. But this couple that recently broke up and posted their breakup video. I know Ethan from Age Three was talking about it recently. Um, he was just commenting on the fact that like these people are now breaking up, but they have a family channel and they rely on their kids for income. So Ugh. they have to like live together when they don't like each other, and they're both going through these like cra- like not crazy emotions, but just an emotional roller coaster of like having to navigate through working with someone that you just broke up with that you've been married to for years and that you guys have four kids together like that's and that's your whole fucking business oh my yeah, god like Ugh. you you have to keep working because otherwise you have no money like can you ever even have like an outside love life that isn't going to be extremely fucking messy right and how are your yeah. kids ever gonna like look at you right. in a way in a way from like pure love when you know when they grow up and realize you literally use them for money right and that like they have to live in a household with like probable constant bickering and shit because obviously their parents don't like each other, but they have to stay together to like, well, they don't have to, but if they want to continue the- their business, which clearly they want to because they're selfish. Right. Yeah. I would literally, I would be like, do you actually love me or do you just love me because I've made you money? I would right? be right. so insecure in my relationship with my parents. It's so sad. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I know. I'm just, I'm very interested to see what kids are going to end up like who were involved in family channels like what their teenage dumb is gonna look like and what they're gonna look like as adults after this i feel like it's gonna look like how it looked like before there was a bunch of rules like how a bunch of the child stars from when we were younger like amanda Bynes, how she was so exploited overworked that she like flipped out rightfully so like i feel like not all of them but i feel like we're gonna see some of that because it's yeah. That's that's why certain child labor laws have come in because they're like we are overworking this child right now. Like they, yeah, you know, we can't be exploiting them like this, and they just haven't caught up to the YouTube aspect of it. It's fucked up. Also, yeah. I did want to mention the origin of Barbie because oh, yes. I did not know this, and I don't know this, so I feel like I I. I f- I definitely knew it at one point, so when you say it, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's, like, kind of fucked up. Yeah. I mean, it's not, like, so terrible, but the origin of the Barbie doll was created by Ruth Handler, who was a founder of Mattel, like, one of the literal big toy companies. There's yeah, <laughs> Mattel yeah. and Hasbro are, like, big toy. Um, yeah. So she based Barbie on a Swiss doll named Lily, who was based on a German character from a comic strip. And this character was not meant for children. Like, this comic strip was literally full of double entendres. And Lily was known as being, like, the provocateur in them and kind of, like, acting out the double entendres. So she was, like, literally completely a sex symbol, pretty much, like, in terms of how much of a sex symbol you can be (laughs) in a comic strip. But, yeah, yeah, she, she she was a doll. Um, they made her into a doll, like for adults, but she was sold in smoke shops what? and literally marketed to adults. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! What and the then, fuck? Yeah. The founder of Mattel was like, "I have a great idea. 
let's yeah. do this for <laughs> and hear me out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was like, that. oh my God, that's so cute and fun. Yeah. Oh, a little vibes. like sex doll. <laughs> and then they want to get mad at brats for being. Yeah. Okay. Like, no, true though about the brats thing. Yeah. They want to get mad at brats for being like, oh, the, the slutty. Like, I this article I was reading was saying people were talking about brats like they're like strippers, like going out on the town for a night out. <laughs> Oh my god! You know, it's I like mean, it's like they're fucking dolls. I don't know what to tell you guys. That's all in your head. It's literally yeah. a doll. No, literally, like you are seeing it that way because are you're attracted to this doll? I guess that seems like a you problem. Like they're pretty, but yeah, they're pretty. But Next like, time we go out in the city, we'll bring a couple Bratz dolls with us. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, that's a vibe because I want to emulate a Bratz doll. To be honest, no, for real. <laughs> to be so. honest, since I was a kid, I'm like. They know what's up. I know. Like they <laughs> have, they had hella good fashion. Right. They had amazing style. They are. They had. They are. Makeup. Brats yeah. are leftists. Literally. <laughs> True. Barbies are moderate to conservative. Well, because <laughs> they like originally were also more diverse. They're not just the white blonde bitch. True. Exactly. True. Yasmin was my girl. I know Sasha. Sasha was a bad bitch. <laughs> Who was the blonde girl? Was it Chloe? It was yeah. Chloe, Jasmine, yeah. Jade, and Sasha, right? Yeah. I know, even Jade. Like, I love that oh, name. Geez. Right. So one of the articles I was reading was, like, talking about how this is a thing. It was, like, there's this notorious case of an 11-year-old girl who was charged with drunken driving. A drunk 11-year-old, young children and teenagers are being exposed to situations that are beyond their years, which I totally agree. 11-year-olds should not be drinking. But, like... Yeah. 11 year olds have been drinking since the beginning of time. True. This is not, think about kids who like grow up in the country and it's the classic, like, there's nothing else to do. So they start smoking and drinking really, really young. It's like, true. That's just like what they do. And then, especially in the olden days when you die at 18, you'd be like getting drunk and popping kids (laughs) out at like 11. So that to me is like, true. I, I get it. Like, childhood has been extended longer which is good and like obviously i don't think 11 year olds should be drinking like that's really sad that she was in that situation but again i think that that goes on to like the parents or the authority figures in her life that like how did she even get in that situation you know it's not like the 11 year old's fault you know yeah yeah but that's why i was like this isn't like a new thing as sad as it is it's like this has been going on forever Right. Like this concept in general has been a thing forever. Like women used to get married at the age of like 16. Yeah. <laughs> and they were literally considered an adult at that at like 12, you know, in the medieval times and shit. Yeah. Like kids have literally. been honestly we've been prolonging being a child. True. Yeah, True. it's like kids are getting kids are getting older older. <laughs> <laughs> That was hard for me to figure out. <laughs> and they're just making it seem like it's different now because it's like the extent of media now, which means more coverage of that type of shit. But it's like, no, it's been happening. Yeah. Yeah. It just looks different now. And it's like, I right. feel like now, okay, we realize that it's kind of fucked up. So let's address it. But it's like. Exactly. It's not a new phenomenon. Yeah, exactly. Right. I know this the one article that I was reading that was kind of um arguing against this. It was from 2009, so not so relevant anymore. I couldn't really find anything that was 
published in the last decade. I was going to comment on that. Like, it seems like this concept came out in like 2008, 2009, and like everybody posted about it, and then it kind of like died off, which is really. I know, and I'm like, I feel like people could be doing so many studies on TikTok regarding this because. True. Hello. Yeah. Or just like, yeah, yeah, like Instagram, Snapchat, like what Snapchat allows them to communicate because it disappears. Like, just a lot of the new stuff that's come out in the past 10 years. I have a theory. Obviously, research requires so much money. And like today, we're talking in my class about how there should be more research on and and there is a lot of research showing that like developmental childhood trauma or something should be a diagnosis in the DSM because of the effects it has. But it would that would necessitate for the all these systems to make changes and they don't want that to come to light. And in this way, it's like if we're connecting this to Hollywood pedophilia, who tend to be the people who have the money they'd be the ones who in some way or another are affecting the people who can give out grants for this research and like they don't want this research to come out so conspiracy theory well and just like big toy companies like you're saying you know exactly exactly yeah yeah so the article that i read they did a study um in 2007 um so the study was fielded among 767 tweens which they considered 8 to 12 years old across (laughs) north america um, so some of the highlights include simple things like who is the most important person in your life for these these age ranges. Almost everyone said family. Like That's I feel good. like people who believe in this concept being real would probably think that it's friends, which like that that does end up sometimes shifting. Yeah, but that comes later in life, not so much as a child. Um, at least before twelve years old and. So they asked kids, what is the best thing about being a kid? And 67% said playing and having fun. So majority of kids just like to be kids. Yeah, right? Kids said that they love having unstructured playtime in addition to toys, sports, and video games. Most tweens play with toys. And over 40% play with toys for more than an hour each day. The second best thing that they mentioned about being a kid, which is 44%, was the idea that you don't have to work or pay bills. So, like, literally the a complete opposite of being an adult. Yeah. True. Which, that was definitely what I liked about being a kid as well. I remember when I was probably in, like, sixth grade, I could feel – it was, like, fifth or sixth grade, so you're, like, 10, 11, so, like, starting to get into, like, your teenage years. I used to play with Barbie animals. I know I've talked about this. Instead of playing with – like human Barbies, I would play with the animals and I had so many, but I basically would like just play out the same scenarios. It would just be animals because I'm a furry. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I remember I like started implementing music into it because I that's when I started getting into music. And so I was like, oh, like this will inspire like what I'm playing, like this song. Cause I, and then I sat, I literally remember sitting down one day to play with them and I couldn't think of anything to do with them. Like, I wanted to play, and I, like, couldn't come up with a scenario to play out, and I was so sad. I literally cried to my uh. mom because I was like, I'm growing up. Like, I'm losing, like, my imagination in this. Like, I don't – I want to, like, play with these toys, but I don't know what to do. And she was like, yeah, like, I remember going through that too. But, like, I would talk about how there's, like – I still have imagination now. It just, like, takes a different role. But, like – Yeah. Right. I feel like that's, like – yeah, because just as a kid, you just like to, <laughs> you just like to like play with toys. And I was so sad when I like 
couldn't play with toys the same way anymore because I was like, ew, I'm getting old. I definitely did not want to grow up. And then once I start growing up, I wanted to grow up so fast. It's like once I like kind yeah. of like, oh, I'm not really a kid anymore. I was like ready to like be a full blown teenager. I know. I was like so scared, though. So I'm like growing up means that you get old and then you die. <laughs> True. I feel like I don't. In general, I don't remember what I liked doing as a kid because I didn't like being a kid ever. Like the only thing I remember was always wanting to be I always wanted to be older. I always wanted to be a teenager. And then adults would give me a snarky response and they're like, You're gonna regret that when you're older. And I said, No, I don't want to be old. I want to be a teenager. I know it's gonna <laughs> and I know that after that comes adulthood, but like I'm not dumb. I know what I'm saying, I know what it implies. Cause I was fucking sassy when I was a kid. Still am <laughs> in my own way. But yeah, I remember I would have I would I don't know why my dumbass would think that this that that I would seem older than fucking eight years old. But every time I walked into a restaurant, I thought they better fucking not give me a kid's menu. <laughs> and if I if they did, I threw a fucking tantrum every time. Oh like, how God. dare you? I'm an adult <laughs> as an eight year old. I don't know why. And like, that's like the most childish response too. <laughs> literally, <laughs> so literally. I'm not a kid. <laughs> oh. How do you how do you feel about that now? Like not that I think like you like regret it, but like how do you feel about that being your relationship with childhood? That's something that I've like thought about how I want to reflect on soon because I haven't given it like that much thought before. I mean, yeah, I'm I sure have it's a heavy kind of No, thing right, yeah, about. and I have recently cuz it sounds like it sounds like when I say it, like, oh, that's inherently sad. And to an extent it is, but I'm realizing that there are things that I used that used to make me sad just because I thought that the that it meant it'd be sad. Like I this sounds like it's sad, but I'm like, it doesn't really affect me that much. I don't know. I, I don't think I was like very independent since I was a kid. I don't think I was never like I can't remember if the word is like parentification or something. I was never like made to be responsible for things or anything. Like my mom always took care of me and like the rest of my family and stuff. I don't know. I don't like, I don't know. It's not it's like, like I, your childhood I, was taken from you, which is right, like right. when it's bad. Right. Exactly. Like the only thing is like, I wish, I wish more people felt that way when I was younger. So I'd feel less alone because I couldn't relate to kids because of it. So I spent more time with adults because mm-hmm. like when I'd go to a party and the kids would be playing with the pinata and stuff, I'm like, this is a mess. I don't want to, I don't want to be a part of this. Like this is like, I was very much my Capricorn rising when I was a kid. I was very much like an adult child. So, and I like, I love playing bingo with my grandma and her like senior citizen friends. (laughs) So So, yeah, I don't know. It'd be, (laughs) it'd be like, I think the only thing is it'd be interesting to see what it would be like for me, what I would look like as a kid, because I don't really know. But besides that, I'm like, Man, I always wanted to be a teenager. I was. Then I had a crisis for like six years about not being one anymore. And now I'm here. And that's my <laughs> life. <laughs> Those are your developmental stages. Literally. <laughs> Pre-adolescence, adolescence, and post-adolescence. <laughs> yeah. That's Chase Hall's Wikipedia. Like, Literally. <laughs> oh, let me just read this quote from a, an eight-year-old who summed up what being a kid is. You don't need to pay bills. Only kids can go on kids' roller coasters. Kids get toys. You don't have to pay for the toys you get. And that is why I think being a kid is the best. Uh, Wow. He's so right, though. I know. (laughs) 
Well, how you're saying like the pinata thing? I'm like, fuck, that'd be so fun to just go ape shit on a pinata. But like, that's, I mean, like, now I want to do that. Yeah. Now I want to go ape shit. You like, don't do that as an adult. And pinatas are like dinky little things because they're meant to be broken. But like, I feel like one adult swing breaks it open. Whereas like as a kid, you're like wailing on it. So I'm like, damn it! Like I want to. That's why I want to go to one of those like destruction rooms because it's like yeah. very controlled chaos. But it's like, yeah. You just, like, I feel like that's like a version of like letting your like it's not like your inner child, but it's like letting yourself like kind of let go of the structures of like this is what an adult does. Like adults don't destroy shit. So let me go destroy right. shit, but like in a controlled setting. <laughs> yeah. I think what's so dumb about I mean, there are a lot of things that are dumb about being an adult, but I think what's so dumb is this idea that we have to that it's like unprofessional or some shit to like still be youthful like even i was thinking about that today a lot with my tattoos like now with the ones i have with like my spider-man tattoo and my little cat tattoo and they're both cutesy and i had this thought i'm like what what about when i'm like 40 years old and i have these tattoos and i'm like why the fuck does me being 40 mean that i can't feel youthful like yeah what the right? fuck why, why why do we gatekeep youth like that it's dumb yeah. or at least the feeling of youth yeah no, i know it is we're... really weird especially for women um, yeah that feeling of being yeah because because like, men can get away with fucking acting like boys all the time i know yeah. like again with jake paul it's like when is he gonna fucking grow up yeah, yeah. stop pranking people right yeah. i don't know if he still does that but you know still he no well, he like scams people now so oh no that's <laughs> yeah. isn't that logan yep. paul they both logan paul's they the both. boxer and then oh but yeah no he i actually watched a cruel world happy mind on like all the different scams jake paul has done Huh, nice. And it's and she was talking about how she's like he target like his target audience is like children. Like oh, it's like ch- stealing candy from a baby. Like good job, he pulled this off. Literally. Like they're literal yeah. kids. That's God. that's how I first heard about the whole uh, ads and like children's YouTube issue was about Jake Paul stuff because it started out with which I I had never thought I, when that when I first heard of that concept in college I like. I knew there was something wrong with it, but I couldn't like understand why it was so bad. And then it made sense like, cause obviously kids are so easily manipulated with things like that, which I don't like saying that because I, like I said, like I do respect children as people. And I think that they should be more respected with the way that they can think and what they're capable of. I think of they're impressionable. They're, impressionable. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're the impressionable. Yeah. They're impressionable. So like, obviously so, like any sort of merch that you have advertised some like they're going to want to get it and like their parents are naturally going you want to give your kids what they want you know like you want to make them happy so it's just fucking shitty like you're manipulating all of these people to sell your merch and doing it their children is a very cheap fucking way of doing it yeah well like when i was visiting kyle and her kids in colorado um like one night i have a batman pajama shirt and her kid was like oh my god like bam i want a batman shirt i want blah 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 blah. and so i actually like have an old batman necklace i ended up giving to her because i was like i'm never gonna wear this batman necklace and she was saying she wants batman stuff and now she's like obsessed with batman which like makes me feel cool because she's like really i definitely influence her a lot which like is really cool and like flattering and like exciting but also like intimidating so then imagine having yeah yeah Imagine having like a platform of like millions yeah. of kids, like, and not taking that seriously. Like, you're just a dick. True. <laughs> you know? Like, that's the bottom line. Like, I'm kind of intimidated by one kid, like, talking about how she wants snake bites like me and, you know, like, wants to do her makeup like me and stuff. I'm like, 
you're so cute and I love you for this, but also like, ah, <laughs> scary. Yeah. Right, right. You're so right because like any sort of big platform like that, you obviously should be responsible about what you're putting out there because you do have an influence. But when when it's kids specifically that is your target audience, like that's especially fucked. Yeah. And I think that it's very ignorant when people are like, well, it's like the parents shouldn't let them watch this or like the parent, you know, it's on the parents or like people are like, it's not a celebrity's job to parent your child, which I like totally agree. Like it's not at the end of the day, it's not a random celebrity's fault. But when you target children as your audience, then it is your responsibility because at that point you are signing up to be a role model for them. Whereas, like, somebody random, like, Mila Kunis, like, she's not in, like, child stuff. So, she, it's, like, why is it my problem if kids emulate me? But, like, again, somebody like Jake Paul, he's, like, targeting children. So, it's, like, okay, you're doing this intentionally. Like, you need to be smart. Right. Like, bitch, this is your job. You are literally an influencer for children. So, (laughs) what do you mean? It's not responsibility that you influence them. Like, yeah, well, I, that's th- that's your job title, though, dude. Yeah, <laughs> uh, literally. <laughs> well, that was our episode on kids getting older, younger. Um, yeah, you can obviously let us know if you agree or disagree on the concept of it. I feel like we we started going into it like, oh, here's the theory, and then at the end we'll talk about why we don't agree. But like, we just couldn't <laughs> hold back our opinions. I know. <laughs> right it's just like when something comes up i'm like oh i need to address it so i I don't know being a little less structured than i think but i think it all made sense (laughs) but yeah so thank you for listening you can hear us every other tuesday on apple Podcasts and spotify um and on social media we are that's kind of wavy so give us a follow Bye. bye